0: Showtime, okay, folks! This is the American Variety Network on Blog Talk Radio Alex
1: with Alvin Cardinale. Cardinale, live from Springfield, Massachusetts. Welcome to a very special episode of Aquarium Talk, the podcast here on American Variety Network, presented to you by Sea. I'm your host, Aqua Alex Cardinelli. Tonight, I have the distinct honor to interview the sales manager of of Sea. Now we're going to talk about the history of of Sea and all of the of Sea products, including Life Rock and Live Sand. Plus, we are going to hear about a new product that is going to hit the shelves in 2016. Now, I personally use Carib Sea products in my aquariums. I have uh, Life Rock in every single saltwater tank of mine. I use Fuji Pink live sand in every single aquarium that I have. And because of the live sand, I got a head start in the cycle of my 120-gallon aquarium, and I was able to stock it within a month of time. Now, I'm not kidding you when I tell you that Care of Sea has the best live sand on the market. You are not going to find a company that can provide you with better live sand. For example, did you know that Care of Sea offers black colored live sand? Yes, that's right. Care of Sea has black live Also, CaribSea has the world's only finest life rock, the alternate to live rock without all the pests like bristle worms, fire worms, or any of those awful pests that come with live rock. Anyway, fish keepers, I had the awesome opportunity to sit down with Judd McCracken back in November of 2015 and have a great conversation. And tonight, I'm going to play that interview with all of you, my listeners. Now, Care of Sea is nice enough to sponsor the American Variety Network, and they're also sponsoring my 300th episode that is taking place on February 13th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. One lucky winner will be receiving goods for a saltwater aquarium or a freshwater aquarium, depending on which type of systems you have. And there's only one way to win, and that is to either call in or email your answers to my trivia questions, which I'm going to reveal at the end of today's show. So, without further ado, we're going to get into our interview with Karem C. Please note, since this interview is recorded, I will not be able to answer any phone calls that comes through. So here we go. Karim C interview time right after this intro.
2: You're tuned in live to the American Variety Network here, live on Blog Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get
0: live here on the AV Network. Hey, calling all fish.
2: At aquarium's right here, right now on American Variety Network. Fishkeeper Alex Cardinale, his fishkeeping hosts, and his fishkeeping guests will chat about anything and everything aquarium fish. Ladies and gentlemen, we present to you Aquarium Talk, the podcast, which is our tropical fishkeeping podcast where we will discuss anything from freshwater catfish to freshwater oddballs to the awesome saltwater clownfish, tans, and even corals and live rock. So, fish keepers, sit back, relax, and unwind. Aquarium Talk, the podcast, is now on the air.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for our special guest here live on the American Variety Network. Now, I am extremely honored. To have this guest on the show. Now, I am a big fan of the KREB C products. I currently use KREB C Life Rock in my 29 gallon saltwater aquarium, and I also use KREB C Live Sweezy Pink Sand in my 29 gallon saltwater aquarium. And once I turn my 120, into a saltwater tank. I'll be using Life Rock and Hawaiian Black Sand from Carob Sea. So, without any further ado, I would like to welcome a very special guest tonight. He is the sales manager of Carob Sea, and I'm very honored and happy to have him on the show. So, please welcome Mr. Judd McCracken to the show. John, how are you doing today, sir, and thank you very much for being a guest here on the American Variety Network.
2: Doing great, Alex. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing fantastic. I'm really happy to have you on the show tonight. It's a big honor for me.
2: I'm excited to be here, and thank you so much for that wonderful introduction and for using our products in your aquariums. I appreciate that.
1: You're welcome. You guys simply have the best uh, bass rock on the market, in my opinion. Thanks. You're welcome. So I know that a lot of my listeners are actually freshwater, so they might not be familiar with uh, Care Sea. So when did Care Sea first start, and what was the goal for Care of Sea?
2: Well, it's a funny story, and I actually had to do some poking around to get the answer on this, because I've been with them for about 10 years, but the company goes back to about 1972. So in my uh, asking around, what I found out was that uh, it all is basically the, the family that started the company that still owns it. Um, it was Rick and Betsy, who own the company right now, were the children of Nancy and Dick. And basically it was born out of a need um, that was born out of another hobby. They were uh, They were very enthusiastic scuba divers. And they dove in Cuba and Spain and all over the world where they were living. And they decided to keep aquariums because of this diving hobby. Well, in order to make the aquariums pretty, they would use sand that they found in the water for the aquariums. Um, As they moved to Miami and started taking these aquariums to the uh, South Florida Marine Aquarium shows, people would ask them, can you bring me some sand? And so they kept going down and bringing up more sand, and it kind of got to be a chore after a while. Well, Nancy, along with Rick, decided that they were going to check out a few different sources of terrestrial sand that maybe would have some buffering capacity for marine aquariums. And so they went around to some pits in South Florida, and they basically would take orders from the... uh, The few shop owners were at the South Florida Marine Marine Society and uh, they'd fill up a few 50-pound bags and they'd bring them to the meetings and they'd sell them. Well, ultimately, this whole thing kind of mushroomed and uh, Dick quit his job and started to load up a van and sell to stores all around southern Florida, both both the east and west coasts. Well, pretty soon... He was running around all the time, and this uh, probably would be about 1976. Um, And they they basically started selling to distributors across the country and adding new items. Instead of just having plain raw sand, they started adding things like um, reef rock, some of the base rock that you were talking about, um, a cichlid product or two. Uh, They graded out some Florida crushed coral, which is coarser, and uh, ultimately had about 10 products around that time. Um, after that, the company kept growing. It was in, in South Miami. And, uh, in 1992, um, Hurricane Andrew really took its toll on their facility. Um, at that point they decided, well, we've, we've got to rise up from this and do something. So they, uh, started developing new products and uh, grew from those 10 to in 1996, somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 or so products and moved to Fort Pierce, Florida, up the west coast or east coast. Um, At that point, we just kept on growing, adding new products for freshwater, marine, and reptile. And uh, now we're probably sitting at a couple hundred different products uh, that are all across the board. So that's a a short synopsis of the history of carib
1: Well, that's awesome history. I know you guys are, like, really popular with your uh, saltwater live sand. There's a lot of varieties, and I think you're actually the uh, only distributor of saltwater live sand because... You're the only company I see selling live sand in my fish stores.
2: Oh, there's a couple others, but, yeah, we do have a very good presence, and uh, we do appreciate all the consumers for that.
1: I know I saw an article where you guys actually used your uh, live sand for a Florida stingray tank. Can you tell us about that?
2: Um, Yeah, that was one that we just recently posted up on Facebook, um, and... uh, Forgive me, I can't remember the name of the actual institution. Um, we we did do a donation and did a stingray tank with them, and uh, we do like to try and help out uh, institutions, especially if they're local institutions. It's usually a real easy thing for us to do.
1: I thought that was very cool. I love stingrays, and I thought that was very interesting. So, uh, what are some of the products that KRC offers to their customers?
2: Well, as we've alluded to throughout the, the preamble to this, and, and through my explanation of the history, primarily we were and are a marine company. Um, we do our live sands, we do dry sands, um, we do different technologies of live sands, which we can talk about in a minute. Um, we. Do decor rock and now we're doing you know base rock and several different varieties uh, we do now have four varieties, including one that is is uh, kind of a lot different and really changing the way that we're we're doing things for marine aquariums. Um, we also do freshwater line uh, we have a number of planted aquarium products that are specifically targeted at those those folks with planted aquariums and keeping those plants growing lush and full. Um, we've got other freshwater natural gravels that are made to um, recreate, I guess, other biomes or, or areas of the world. Um, and so you can make your tank look like a, uh, a Sri Lankan river or like a uh, a stream in the Amazon or something like that. Um, we also, like I did say, we do some reptile line as well, mostly substrates, um, some decor rock. Uh, Sand and coconut is typically what we uh, focus on in the reptile arena. We also do uh, additives. Uh, We do calcium additives, clarifiers, um, dechlorinators, and and those sorts of things as well.
1: Very good. So I know that the live sand has a huge uh, variety from you guys. So let's go ahead and talk about the uh, live sand varieties you guys offer so if you could tell us everything you know about the live sand, that'd be great for our listeners.
2: Well, sure. Of course, Alex. Um, well, we've got a couple different technologies, like I said. Um, we've got uh, our original Aragalive technology, and, and that is, you know, we take the raw sand, we sift that sand so that we come up with the fractions that we want to have and the colors, perhaps, that we want to have. Um, it, it's rinsed and dried, and it's a very clean product, Um we then add back a seawater with uh, also a a, a, a a dose of bacteria. And these are heterotrophic bacteria. They're dormant. They're spored bacteria. Now, when one starts their aquarium, you put the live sand in. You add some organic wastes, which are invariably going to be there. And these spored bacteria start to come to life, and they start to... Consume the ammonia and nitrite in order to create biomass, and then they retreat into the sand and become uh, denitrating or nitrate-reducing bacteria. That's our, our one technology, and that because of that technology, it comes in eight different types because we can grade out the different grades and colors of sand. Um, I know you would mentioned Hawaiian black and Fiji pink. Those are, are two of them, and there's you know, six others. Um, we also do an ocean-direct sand, this one is a little bit different, and it is different in that there's no competitors who do a uh, sand that's it's in any way, shape, or form like this. Um, we start out with a raw sand product that is moist. We do not ever dry this product, and we bag it as is with the bacteria that are on it. The bacteria that are on it are going to number almost a 1,000 times what the bacteria are going to be in any um, spored bacteria product just because they're living all over the matrix of this moist sand. We pack this sand into a breathable bag. This breathable bag allows the bacteria to stay in in kind of a almost a stasis. They're they're not in uh, you know heavy reproduction mode or anything, but they're in the bag. They're they're not uh, declining in any way. Um, and then when you add this product to your aquarium, you're going to have a fully cycled aquarium with all the natural bacteria that are going to, to help to cycle a tank in a very much shorter period of time than were you to use anything else, in, including even sport heterotrophs. Um, there, It sounds really awesome that you have this great completely cycled aquarium, but there are a few problems with this, and one being that it only comes in a natural grade. We also do live sands for freshwater aquariums. These are our instant aquarium sands. These are the same technologies we use for our aragalized sand, but we do them for freshwater. They're all inert substrates that are quartz-based, and they will not affect pH in any way.
1: Awesome, that sounds very good. Those are all awesome uh, live sands, and live sand actually cycles your tank a lot faster than if you use uh, dry sand. Now, do you guys also have crushed coral as well?
2: Yeah, we do crushed coral both as a dry product, and we do offer it in our Aragalive live sand line. Now, when we refer to crushed coral, it's actually not coral um, that's been crushed. It's uh, an aragonite like most of our other substrates. Um, Aragonite sand is a a very soluble form of calcium carbonate that precipitates, uh, in this case, in the Atlantic Ocean um, and and builds up naturally over time and and is dredged out. Uh, The Florida crushed coral is the largest fraction of that um, soluble calcium carbonate that is aragonite.
1: Oh, very cool. So I'm I'm actually thinking about using like half uh, Hawaiian Black sand and half crushed coral. I think you that look cool in a 120.
2: I think it would. It would look pretty, pretty neat. Um, it, it would look very natural and kind of help to recreate some of those dark sand zones that you find out out in the uh, South Pacific, uh, where there's actually you know calcium sand and black volcanic sand mixed together. That would look really. Neat.
1: So, uh, do you think the crushed coral be okay for my diamond goby?
2: Mm, it might be a little bit coarse. Um, if you do insist on having a, a sifter like that, you may want to actually step down to something like a special-grade reef sand or finer. That's about a millimeter or two.
1: Awesome. Some very good information. Now, I know that the life rock you guys have is relatively new. I love the life rock. It looks like it has a coralline algae on it. So what is the life rock, and how does it differ from the different rocks out there? <laughs>
2: Well, our rock is a little bit different in that we're we're not doing a man-made rock. We're not doing an artificial rock. We're doing a rock that is intended to be a a replacement for live rock. We start out with a a porous, naturally occurring calcium carbonate base rock, and that is a product we call South Seas base rock. It's a very porous rock, um, that is mined terrestrially. There's no aquatic impact, uh, in, in obtaining the product. Um, it has a great many voids in it and it's a very porous rock. Um, the inner voids especially are the ones that are, are really neat because a lot of other artificial type products don't have these inner pores that are connected through holes to the outer holes. Um, and this is where your nitrate reducing bacteria are going to ultimately reside, so it can be a better denitrator, just like live rock is. Um, we color the rock to look as though it is covered in coral and algae, uh, being careful not to of course seal the rock because if if one seals the rock, you don't have access to those those inner holes that we we want, and you don't have all that porosity for bacteria to live on um, The next thing we do that's that's kind of neat is that uh, we use a uh, a, a a bacteria preparation that we dip it in, and this is a uh, patent-pending process where we have a spored heterotrophic bacteria, much like what you would find in our our live sands in the Aragalive line or even in the instant freshwater line, similar to these, but they're completely dormant and shelf-stable. Once you do... Know, introduce these to an aquarium just like the sand, um, those bacteria are going to wake up. They're going to start, you know, again, uh, uh, consuming the ammonia and the nitrite in order to create biomass. And then they're going to retreat into these um, anoxic holes where they will reduce nitrates. So it, it kind of gets your live rock primed and started. Um, and that's the basic story of live rock.
1: I think it's a very awesome rock, actually. It's like a uh, live rock without all the invaders, like the Bristol worms and the starfish and such. And I think I actually recommend any saltwater beginners to use life rock instead of live rock. What are your thoughts on that statement?
2: Well, I think that, you know, ultimately these uh, replacement rocks are all we're going to have. And I, of course, would like to see people using live life rock. Um, there are a great many benefits, like you say, not getting the hitchhikers and not having all of the headaches with with cycling and and importing great amounts of nutrients that are are basically dead animals on a rock, Um, you also, you don't have any environmental impacts. So I think all in all, it is a a very good statement to say that, you know, maybe life rock is an alternative completely for live rock.
1: So it's actually available in the different stages of live rock, like it's available in shells and uh, branch rock, for example, Right
2: yeah we have three different basic types We have our original life rock, which is just the shape of the base rock that we you know get mined from the ground uh we have our shelf, which is essentially those pieces cut in half um uh, makes really good bases for aquariums um the flat portion can be placed right on the glass. And uh, then the sand can be poured around it and makes a stable base for your aquarium. Um also can be used as a as a shelf in the aquarium or an overhang. Um and then we have branch, uh or Belize branch is is uh similar to what you would see as uh you know fragments of acropora that have fallen off of uh, a reef uh, during a storm and, and kind of gathered as a as a little litter zone. Um And that as well is still made out of the same sorts of rock that we're talking about, although the branch is um, held together with a a polymer cement, essentially a plastic cement, to give it the shape that it has.
1: So this life rock is primarily used for saltwater, but could it be used in a freshwater aquarium as well?
2: Technically it could. You could use it in any aquarium where you would desire a high pH Alex. Um, I would say, you know, African cichlids, uh, even some of the neotropical cichlids, live bears uh, that that like harder water um, would all be fine. It's not going to drive the pH, you know, in a in a neutral tank much beyond maybe seven eight or so, but it would bring it up fairly high.
1: Okay, very good. So it can hold frags and corals too, right?
2: Well, oh, of course, yeah, lots of natural nooks and crannies for that. Um, I'm going to gonna, gonna kind of give you a little preview. We do have a new item that we've got. Uh, we have rubble zone that we've always had, which is uh, little pieces of the South Seas base rock, and people like using that as a frag base um, for their, their corals that they're breaking apart. Well, what we've done is our, our new one is uh, we've done a, a uh, rubble zone product, but we've done it in life rock. And so it looks like it has coral and algae. And that will be coming available now in uh, the next couple of months. Expect to see it around the new year in stores. It comes in a one-quart container that has anywhere from about eight to a dozen um, pieces of rock that can be used as really natural-looking frag bases.
1: Oh, awesome. I definitely want that. I'll be getting that for my 29 and my 120, so now you got me excited. <laughs>
2: no good deal.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love your guys' uh Life Rock. I actually saw that first before I saw the other brands, and I was like, the day I set up my 29, I bought all 29 pounds of uh, Life Rock. Oh, cool. So uh, I know you talked about the new Life Rock that's coming out, but uh, what are some of the other newest products you guys are offering right now?
2: Well, we have come out with a, a few other mixed grade uh, freshwater substrates. They're going to be our Supernaturals River series. Uh, right now, the Supernaturals line is 15 um, inert non-PH altering substrates that range from sand up to about a, a almost a centimeter size uh, river pebble. Um, and then these three are going to be mixed grades that complement that line and actually look very natural because one thing is that we've noticed is that in a lot of natural environments you don't have one to two millimeter size sand or or two to three millimeter size gravel you have point five to ten millimeter size pieces that are all the same material but they're they're together in one environment and so these river series are going to really kind of capitalize on that um we we do also have some new um reptile product coming out as well. I don't know how into reptile you want me to get uh, on on this uh particular interview. But uh we can
1: talk about reptile stuff if you like. It's up to you.
2: Oh okay. Well great. Yeah, we've got a couple uh, uh new um reptile sands that are gonna be uh more an economy type sand. Sand dune is going to be the name of those. And then we do have, uh, and this is a big preview because this is not going to be actually until about April that these are available, but we do have some cypress uh, substrates that are coming out. They're they're a real good economical substrate that is safe and oil-free for reptiles and is a uh, uh, really, um, like I said, a very economical way for some of the larger reptile keepers to use our substrates. So that's what we have going on in that arena. The other new thing that we've got, and this I've kind of been saving this one, is we have Coral Up. Um, we've always made calcium additives and we've made a product called Purple Up for many years. And purple up is, is real great for um getting those folks with a marine aquarium, maybe a fish only live rock tank to to grow coral and algae with the proper water parameters and the proper light and all that. Um, but one one area where Purple Up maybe has been a little lacking is that it, if used in multiple times doses, it, it's wonderful for growing coral. But uh, we didn't have a product that was geared towards growing coral. So in a reformulation of Purple Up and not to, uh, you know, dissuade people from using purple up for those situations where it works we've made a a stronger more coral uh, aimed additive in coral up uh, has a little bit higher magnesium a little bit higher strontium and a much higher calcium level so that's the new big thing and that is available starting right now in uh, almost all markets
1: oh that sounds good I actually saw it at the store the other day it looked like a pretty cool bottle might have to consider cool. getting it if I ever decide to have uh corals.
2: That's awesome.
1: So where can people actually purchase your stuff? They can find it at stores and stuff, right?
2: Yeah, we sell to uh independent pet retailers all over the country. Um we uh rely on, on a distributor network that basically sells to, to independent pet stores. Um and that's that's where you'll typically find it.
1: Now, could they order your stuff on your website through online, or do you guys don't have online shopping yet?
2: No, we don't sell directly to the public. We're not – we're we're a manufacturer. We're set up to to sell – truckloads of products, pallets, single pallets of single SKUs. Um, We don't have the personnel nor the system to sell uh, direct. Plus, uh, our distributor network does a really good job of getting it out there and getting it into the stores so people can buy it. Um, We do um, have online retailers that do sell our products as well. Um, And you you will find some of them available online. Uh, You will find them... Available in all sorts of online formats, everything from eBay to to Amazon, where they allow other sellers to sell things online, of course, too.
1: Awesome. That's very good to know. So do you actually keep fish at home in your home aquarium?
2: You know, right now we have just moved, and we are down to two fish. We have two betas in our house and that's it. Um, I've got to get on that because I am a, a lifelong aquarium keeper. I've had aquariums since I was probably about six or seven years old.
1: Wow. You like the saltwater hobby or you prefer the freshwater?
2: Well, I tell you, I've always I've, I've my heart lies in uh, two different camps there. Um, I, I was, for a long time, I imported saltwater fish and I do have a great love for saltwater fish and saltwater aquariums. Um, I, I would have to say, though, that just the great diversity, because of the great diversity of types of places where freshwater fish are found, they are more interesting to me, and I like some of the oddballs on the freshwater side.
1: Oh, that's a very good point. I've been in the freshwater hobby for, like, 11 or so years, and I, I enjoyed the freshwater, but now I'm trying something new in saltwater, and so far I'm loving the saltwater hobby.
2: Cool, yeah, that's great.
1: It's a lot more easier now with the live sand and the live rock than it was 20 years ago. I hear.
2: Yeah, and there's a lot better advice out there nowadays too. Um, it it uh, is a lot different than it was. Uh, even you know, I think when I when I first started with the marine hobby, it was in the 90s, and I know some people who are keeping you know marine tanks in the 80s, and then there's the folks who I work for who were. Actually, keeping tanks even in the seventies, and there was no advice, and it was all kind of hit or miss at that time
1: yeah that's that's very true now, I know you guys also uh set up some aquariums from schools too, right?
2: Yes, we do we've done lots of school work um we've done everything from just uh you know a uh, uh, a small tank here or there to uh, uh, Des Moines, Iowa. There's a magnet school that has a program in aquarium keeping and, and maintaining aquariums and aquaculture. And so we've, we've worked with all sorts of different school type programs.
1: Oh, that's very nice. I wish I had a school that had a class for aquarium keeping. That would be awesome.
2: Yeah. Yep, <laughs> that would have been fun.
1: It's a shame I didn't. Well, I want to thank you for this fun interview. I had a blast when I learned a lot about KRMC.
2: Well, Alex, thank you so much. I do appreciate your having us on, and uh, if you ever need to talk to us again about anything, be more than happy to come on. I can't wait to hear the show.
1: Awesome. I can't wait either. So I really want to thank you for being here. It's an honor and a pleasure to have you on my show. I was really happy when you accepted the offer to be a guest. I was really excited.
2: Well yeah, it's always a good opportunity for us to when people reach out for things like this to take advantage of them because um you, you folks are reaching lots of people and, and uh, helping out in the hobby.
1: So if you are entering into the saltwater world, make sure you guys get the live sand varieties that are out there. Definitely check out the uh life rock that is out there. There's also some great freshwater substrates by Sea. So before you go why would you recommend somebody to purchase something from Carib Sea?
2: Well, we strive to make the uh, the highest quality natural substrates and decor items that, that you can find in the industry, and uh, we're very proud about the quality of the products that we do make.
1: Awesome. Very well said. Well, I hope you have a great holiday season, and I want to thank you for being an awesome guest here on the show.
2: Thank you, Alex. Thanks for being an awesome host.
1: You're welcome. You have a good night now.
2: You, too. Take care. Bye. All right. Bye-bye.
1: Well, I want to thank uh, Judd McCracken for the awesome interview. So, folks, please check out com for some more information on Sea Now, as I said at the beginning of today's show, Sea is now a proud sponsor of the American Variety Network, and they will be sponsoring our 300th Episode Now, one lucky person on my 300th episode on Saturday, February 13th at 9 p.m. Eastern,
0: 8
1: p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific will be winning a prize from KMC. All you have to do is call in at 1-347-989-8142 to win the prize. And you must answer my trivia questions. Now, here is my trivia questions for the 300th episode for the of Sea Prize. Name two different kinds of maroon clownfish. Name two different kinds of ocellaris clownfish. And name two different kinds of tangs. Should be a really easy trivia question. So all you gotta do is call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two on the three hundredth episode, or email me your answers to American Variety Network at Comcast dot net by the first, and I'll put your names into a drawing, and I will announce the winner that way as well. So we could do the email drawing and the caller as well. All right, guys, so I really want to thank you for tuning into this show. We had a lot of activity in the live chat room. would like to thank everybody who tuned in live to this great fish show. Now, this week, I've got... Quite a few fish-keeping shows going on. Matter of fact, tomorrow, February 2nd at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I have another fish-keeping show, and that's going to be online fish stores versus local fish stores. And on Thursday, February 4th, I'm going to introduce a new series called Alex's Reviews. And that's going to be a fishy review because I'm going to review my order from Live Aquaria that I just ordered today, and that's a yellow belly dog face puffer. And I'm also going to review my local fish store, School of Fish, Inc., where I got my Blue Hippo Tang, my Naso tang, my my um, One-Spot Fox Face, and my Snowflake Eel this Thursday at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, we'll have my very first review. So check out com, a proud sponsor of the American Variety Network, and definitely purchase their products. Thank you guys for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Enjoy the fish-keeping hobby and respect all of the fish-keepers. So please Share this link with your friends so they can hear the show as well. Good night, everyone.
0: Next Saturday, live on Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli, I welcome two amazing guests. I welcome Melissa Franklin.
1: time of year again football lovers it's time for the super bowl this year is the historic 50th super bowl for the first time ever the american variety network will broadcast the super bowl halftime show join alex cardinelli and his friend flashmaster 1989 jeff sunday february 7th 2016 at 8 p.m eastern or in other words halftime on super bowl 50 for a recap of the first half and some fun let's get ready for some football Enjoy your pizza and wings and tune in to our Super Bowl 50 Halftime Show. Live on American Variety Network on February 7th, 2016 at blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network.
0: Saturday,
1: February 13th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Something big. Is coming to the American Variety Network. And it's our 300th episode. For the first time ever, the 300th episode is being sponsored and brought to you by Carib C. Care of C is donating an awesome prize. one of my wonderful fish keeping listeners now on the 300th episode on Saturday, February 13th I have a wonderful, special guest. I welcome Mike from Mass Aquariums to the American Variety Network. Plus, I'll discuss my future with the American Variety Network, and there will be some other awesome guests and a lot of fun. So everyone, tune in to our 300th episode on Saturday, February 13th, at 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on American Variety Network, walktalkradiocom forward slash American Network. Woo! It's time to celebrate 300 great episodes. Donovan here, friend of Alex Cardinale. I personally want to thank you for supporting Alex Cardinale by listening to his episode of American Variety Network. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please check out his Facebook page, American Variety Network, and hit like. And check out our awesome fish group called Freshwater Maniacs. For all the fish keepers listening, check out my YouTube channel, Here for the Fins, for some awesome info on my fish. Thanks for listening, and Alex Cardinale will see you again in the next episode of American Variety Network. Rock on, folks.
0: That's all, folks.